Welcome to the Women with Grit podcast. Women with Grit provides a safe space for women from all walks of life to debate, share and support each other on topical matters such as career advancement, work-life harmony and eating for success. Real estate entrepreneur and CEO of London and Mauritius listed Grit Real Estate Income Group plus the mother of two teenage daughters, Bronwyn Knight is acutely aware of the challenges women face. She therefore created in 2018 a platform for women by women, which inspires female empowerment not only as businesswomen, but as mothers, partners, and individuals in Mauritius and across Africa. One of the interesting things when we started this business somewhat eight years ago, and we moved to Mauritius about seven years ago. What was very interesting, like we see in so many of the other sort of markets that we operate, is that the woman network might exist, but it's not celebrated. So we started this concept, Women with Grit, in 2018. Concept was to celebrate women. Um, and one of the themes today, and the theme we're going to be continuing into 2023, is impact women. And one of the things we're going to unpack today is what does that actually mean? Because a lot of you might not even feel that you are, but when we start speaking and reminding you about every single thing that you do every single day for every single person, your children, your partners, your businesses, your families, your extended families, it's all about impact. The last three years has taught me about vulnerability, about sharing my story, the struggles that I've encountered, one at a very early age, around not having my academics paid for, having to start work straight out of school, the obstacles and the struggles that got me, and I believe, to where I am today, to literally choose myself. If your cup is not full and you are not at your best, you can give nothing to others. We have to fulfill our needs and we have to selfishly say, we need our freedom, our happiness to be able to give unto others. And that has been a massive learning for me over the last three years because the world is filled with people that take. And what's incredible is the people and the women I see in this room are such givers. Just behind me, actually, these are women of significant impact. Carmen is somebody that's been in my life actually as we came out of the London listing. And at that point, everything of mine was drained. Somebody equated to listing in London about sort of taking your clothes off and standing on the side of the street because that's how exposed you would be. And they were 100% right. When Carmen found me, I think I was in a heap at the back end of 2018. And Carmen's been an extraordinary confidant, friend, life coach to myself, to our business, to our business leaders, and could not be more fitting to do the panel today. And the other woman that you see behind me, where is a massive contributor to this world. And not just to human beings, but to the animals around us. And, and we have the absolute honor of having her part of our team at Grit. Nishi, actually, interestingly enough, is absolutely a powerhouse in Mauritius. And I had the most amazing encounter with her. And I sat next to her at a wine tasting, and she told me her story. And what was so amazing is the vulnerability that I felt, which actually is her strength today. And I know she'll be able to tell some of that story today. Kathy, I feel like is 
my pillow of streams. <laughs> Kathy's been our chair and um, one of our uh, female board representatives for a number of years. In the UK itself, uh, there is no other African business that's listed in the UK that is a female CEO. I was the first of its kind to list in London. Um, there are very few female board members on London-listed companies, so Kathy is one of them. So I really am looking forward to the discussion because we are surrounded by extraordinary, impactful women. So on that note, I'm going to hand over to Carms. Thank you. Thanks, Bronwyn. What a privilege. And today is all about impact women. Impact has become a term that's bandied about over the last decade. It's, it's like loosely spoken about. It's um, fashionable to talk about impact. And because people want you to get the popular vote, what we see is a lot of lip service given to impact. <laughs> Yet, when we dig deep, when we come to impact with deep, pure intent, with timeless principles of unconditional love, giving because of gratitude, giving through humility not to be seen and not to be given some sort of status because you're giving. When we give because it just feels like the right thing to do, that kind of impact is the impact that truly changes lives. And it's that kind of impact that we want to talk about today. We all have a different concept of what impact means. What is impact? How do we measure it? Impact is not only through foundations or charities. Impact is the smallest acts of greatness that we starts with ourselves, in our families, around us, in our teams, in our communities. Over to our beautiful ladies here, Moira. <laughs> so, Moira by day is a kick-ass woman at grit, woman with grit, impact woman, that runs a business unit called Responsible Business. Yep. She holds a big function, and she's incredibly passionate about bringing governance into grit. <laughs> However, there's another side to Moira. She loves all the furries, the four-legged animals, and some of them, not, and some of some them, them not, have no hair on them, Some too. have no hair. <laughs> Moira, how on earth do you juggle these two roles? So much passion in this world of finance. And then you go and you create this NGO, All Life Matters. How do you do it? So there's a thing that, or a concept that um, Bronwyn and Carmen taught me um, when I first joined GRIT. And that was, what is your why? What is your purpose in life? I'd not really thought about it. I mean, as I was growing up, I was a very, um, I was a very lost child. I didn't know what I was doing. I have suffered for many, many, many years with eating disorders in and out of hospitals. Um, I studied, and then ten years later, I decided to go and do my um, my CA, and that's where I met Bronwyn. And um, I've never really known exactly what I wanted to do until I came to Mauritius. Mauritius has given me the opportunity to find out what is my why. I used to drive to work living up in the north and the officers were at Harbour Front or Lookadon. And I used to see all these animals on the side of the road and I was like absolutely devastated because you come from South Africa, you're not used to seeing all of this. Now I've always loved animals, grew up in a family with four children and obviously my mom and dad 
and we each had like a dog and a cat. So there was always loads of animals around. The one day I used to see this one dog, which I called Lucky. And Lucky was on the side of the road. So I used to see him every day when I was driving through to the office. And the one day I just said, stuff that. I'm going to be late for work, but it's okay. I cannot drive past Lucky anymore. At that point, I phoned my mother. I said, mom, I can't do this. I cannot live here any longer. What I'm seeing and witnessing every single day of my life, I absolutely don't know what to do, and I don't know how to help. She said, my girl, you're absolutely not coming home. You are going to go and make a difference. And so that is what I did. Often late for work, always picking up puppies and cats on the side of the road. I've always been so, so fortunate to have people that have worked around me that have had the most amazing impact on me. I've had a lot of, um, I've had a lot of personal struggles um, in my years. As I've said, these eating disorders come and go, come and go. And Bronwyn is somebody that I can pick up the phone and say, I'm crumbling. Sometimes I'm so overwhelmed, I don't actually know what to do. Yes, people will look at me and say, Moira, how the hell do you do it? I do it because I've got people in my life that are making an impact on me. Yes, I make an impact on the animals and I've got at the farm, I've got the most amazing team of people, which I know that I have made a wonderful impact on their lives. Many of them had absolutely nothing. All my guys at the farm give absolute everything that they've got to me. They are so committed and so dedicated. 365 days, whatever, seven days a week. So yeah, I think for me, impact is its obviously a positive impact. It's about being grateful and it's about giving, but not ever expecting anything in return. And most of the time, people don't even need to know what you're doing. So all life matters. I've got between 120 and 150 animals. So I've got 28 retired racehorses. Um, I've got a cow. I've got a bull. I have got 13 monkeys. I've got pigs. I've got rabbits. I've got chickens. I've got a tortoise. Um, I've got a very, very naughty goat called Blue. Obviously, I've got dogs. I probably have got about 50-something cats. Um, this is just at the farm. I have a whole lot at home, too. And besides the sanctuary, it's a forever home for these animals. Um, I don't expect anything from them. People say to me, surely you can do riding lessons and this and that. And I'm like, no. These animals are here to just be happy and live their lives out. And I want to do everything I possibly can to make them have the best life that they can. Yeah, and then obviously a very important part is I've also set up a fully-fledged veterinary clinic. So our focus is on sterilization. And last year we did 5,280. I've got um, a vet that I fought for, um, and he's now been with me for a number of years, uh, Dr. Patel. And between him and his wife, they have dedicated their life to looking after animals and doing sterilizations and just going far beyond what I have ever seen. That's, wow. that's all life matters. <laughs> when we think about impact, we think people, you know, but there's the planet and there's all these amazing creatures that we share our planet with. And, and I must just say one thing. Again, Bronwyn is so cool. So <laughs> I have had, okay, I haven't had a horse at work, but I've had a number of species in the office. <laughs> yeah. And I have people... Some of this, I mean, all the staff 
love animals too. And I have, if I've got a litter of kittens that need to be bottle fed, well, the kittens come with me. And then in between work, okay, who wants to help bottle feed? Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, just beautiful. Her spirit is amazing. So she's driven by purpose and nothing's going to stop this one. Kathy, let's come to you. I think if you have a look at the characteristic of Moira here, the predominant characteristic, I think is passion, is uh, attitude, uh, optimistic attitude. It's like nothing's going to stop her from getting where she wants to go. Impact is not just about your career in your business. It's about what you do for your children, for your neighbors, for your family in general, and your friends. It's... Uh, it's the little, little things that you do, but it takes a whole village to really make a difference. Bronwyn, you're an amazing woman. Moira, you're an amazing woman, but without the village around you and the Absolutely. people that you picked to get there, it wouldn't happen. So you need that village and the support, but you also need the leaders to empower those who are in that village and give them recognition and credibility for what, what they do and what they can bring. Impact's not about being the first person in a race or the best uh, in the office, but it's about being the best part of you. Uh, for me, that is what impact, I think, is all about. It's about the attitude of doing your best. Absolutely. Thank you, Cathy. <laughs>
I'm going to do things that I like, that I'm passionate about, that will make me and my kids feel proud of who we are. The first step was to get rid of toxic people. There were so many people who told me, you are worth less than, you know what? You're not capable of anything. I've heard that so many times in my life that I believed that. I needed the moral support to do things, but at the end of the day, everything depended on me. What step I would take to make things happen. The second lesson I learned is that in that process of becoming, of creating something, is that I will fall, I will break my teeth. I'm not yet at the stage where I can inspire a lot or do a lot for uh, many people, but I do step by step. For example, I had staff, a colleague working with me, Shayin. She was to be promoted as head of a department. She was capable. I had a discussion with her and told her, you can become the head of the department. I would be so proud and feel confident having you as head of that department because I know the company will be able to achieve so much. But you have another choice. You can set up your own business, which will be in competition with mine, of course. Therefore, go set up your business, offer a different service from mine, and I'll be your first client. She was very, very scared. Uh, no, you know, I need a fake salary, etc. Told her, okay, I'm your first client. I'll pay your first salary. Get started. And today she's one of the most successful businesswomen in Mauritius. It's one thing, one small thing that we can do that changes the life of one or two person. This is creating an impact. You could feel the integrity the deep honesty, the vulnerability in Nish, what Nishi spoke about. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about Juristex, where you've brought it to. I knew that I had to create something. I didn't want to work for someone. I, I wanted the best out of everything. And I wanted to do everything with passion and not do things just because I had to do it. Therefore, Having my own business was part of that process. I wanted to go in one specific direction, that is management company, offering corporate services. But at 29, at that time, you don't have the means to offer these things. We started the company uh, in a very, very small way. I go and pleaded with one of my mentors, can I have your company to provide administration? Told me, no, these are important companies for me. These are my businesses. I can't do this. I started from two companies, slowly worked my way. It, it was a very, very difficult path, I have to say, because first, I didn't have a clue how to run a business. I didn't have a clue how to look at accounts of the company. I didn't have a clue how to be a director on a company. Uh, the, the basic of things, and I learned that all the way. There have been many people who have said, okay, I believe in you. Go ahead, and I'm here to back you up. But I have to admit that 
being a woman, going to the market and say, come to my company, I will offer you a good services. I've often heard, what else do you have to offer? I've had clients told me, okay, we can make the deal over a glass of champagne after work. It has been a very difficult way uh, between sexism and racism as well. It's a different kind of hell, but a hell that I've chosen. Therefore, I accept. Today, I'm so proud from lone employee of the company. We have over 175 employees. We are in Mauritius, in Rwanda, in Dubai, in Singapore, in Delaware, offering these same services. We are planning to be listed in 2027 in Singapore. In 2018 or 19, I can't remember, a big firm came to acquire um, Juristax. The price was very interesting, of course, and this is what made me consider. And I had to open the accounts and all the books of the company, and I felt so naked. I hated that feeling. Everyone is looking at what you have created and then pointing fingers. Oh, you should have done this. You could have done that, etc. Just like I took the decision, I want the best life, I said to myself, I don't want to be a prey. I want to hunt, and I'm going to be a good hunter. And this is what I did. Well, it's an illusion that as you become more successful that the challenges are going to disappear. They just take on a different form. But rather create, choose the hell rather than land in it and not know what to do. Thank you for being that inspiration and going out and making it happen and becoming the hunter. <laughs> I like that. Bronwyn. There is no limits to the impact you want to have. But it comes with some battle scars. In her quest to have impact, brings its own hell. And share a little bit with us, Bronwyn, about that pain and that vision that's helped you become the power woman of impact that you are. Thanks, Carms. So I have this saying in my house um, that the pain pushes you until the vision pulls you. Sometimes, and actually most times, we find the greatest part of us in the darkest of hell. And I've journeyed that many a times over the years. Um, and again, I think when you are trying to be or you want to be the best version of yourself, not just for you, but for others around you, there are choices that you have to make. Over the years, I grew up and the abusive relationship my mom was with my dad just watching her never being able to escape, never being able to say, it is enough. I made a very conscious decision as a young child that I would call enough. However, I found myself traveling along that same journey. When I left school, I had very little self-belief in myself. Um, I had others around me and always wanting to appease and please others. And that's something that to be very honest, until three years ago, I let go of. And people look at me and they look at my career and they look what I did and what I've done and they can't actually believe that actually only three years ago I let go of that. I actually wanted to be who I wanted to be to lead from the front. I didn't want to be told that I wasn't good enough. I didn't want to find my place of solitude with a partner that 
brought darkness into a situation. Are you that good enough? Do you think you're that good enough? And I always thought that that was my place of grounding. I always thought if you align yourself with somebody that brings you down to earth, that that's actually a good place. Not realizing that actually that was a place of hell for 14 years of my life. A relationship that I had um, where I had to make big decisions and big choices. And those choices took me through years of hell. Until I realized that when you choose you and you say, I want to be the best version of myself the light starts coming through. And what is the light? You start finding incredible people around you. You start finding the truth and the real and the tribe and the people that really want to be next to you. You start finding people that are at a much higher vibration, people that don't have negativity. You start finding your village because of the big decisions that I made prior to that. These three years have been transformational years for myself for my two incredible girls, for the amazing people around me, for Grit, for Greer. These three years have been transformational because I put the best version of myself up. But my cup still drains. <laughs> There's still moments that I think in the morning, how the hell am I going to get up? <laughs> but you know what's so incredible about yourselves and these women and myself? We fucking get up and we do it. <laughs> And that's what makes us women of impact. That's what makes the story incredible for today and for tomorrow. Thank you. Bronwyn, just share with us in a nutshell, because there's so much. Where Grit started, where it is today. This is my favorite story. <laughs> Again, having all this adversity as a woman, um, I come from a property real estate industry. There are 46 listed REITs in South Africa. There are two female executives. It's a boys' club. Let's just put it out there. We love the men, but it's still a boys' club. Deciding to do a business in Africa, outside of South Africa, all of our peers were going off to first world countries, the UK, Australia. We decided to go onto the African continent. To say that actually we were going to pioneer a business across the African continent, Eight years ago, I think people thought I was actually insane. Multi-geographic, multi-asset class across the African continent. So we started this business eight years ago, a portfolio just over $100 million, two countries. Between Grit and Greer today, we're $1.2 billion um, across 14 African countries. We have listed in London as a premium listed business. We're rebranding the company at that time. And I was listening to a podcast um, from Angela Duckworth, and I was listening into my ear, and it was about instilling grit in children. And because of my struggles, my obstacles, I believe I am where I am today. And I always, I've always been worried about overindulging my kids, and I think a lot of us probably suffer from that. And there was a podcast, and she was talking about the concept of grit, guts, resilience, innovation, tenacity. And in one of those dramatic moments, I put my earphones down, and I said, I have our company name. And they said, what? I said, we're going to call it Grit. But be very careful about what you name your company or your children or the vocab that you put into the universe. Because by naming it Grit, it was the concept of grit under your shoes when you walk in the African continent. And there was the concept of that fire in your belly. You know what you feel, that passion that we feel amongst all of us, that grittiness. And just finding the fucking way. That's the concept of grit. 
but who knew when we named the business grit that we would continue the journey we did because the journey has been grit personified and every single one of us in the organization including myself including our personal struggles including the decisions that we've had to make we have all had to have grit i always call us a bunch of misfits that found our way together to create the greatest group on earth will always find the way because we all we are that unique we are that different some of us are that broken actually i'm that broken i've had to rebuild and rebuild and you know what every day i have to rebuild every day i still look in the mirror and think i'm not good enough why am i here it's my demon that i have to fight every day of my life thank you bronwyn absolutely love this woman wasn't that just amazing did such heart and passion and realness the underlying theme through all these stories if we unpack it is that it actually impacts starts with us so over to you guys <laughs> you beautiful women what questions do you have or what would you love to share of your own story of impact yeah i think everybody looks at the big fancy things or not the fancy things but the majorly impactful um dynamic changes that you guys have made but what to me often makes more of an impact is those small little things that have been done anisha unfortunately i don't i don't know you that well but I, i can actually go through each one of the ladies sitting in front and i can actually say out of each one of them cat I, i don't know if you remember you met me on the beach many when i just got to mauritius i didn't know anybody she actually took time to come and stand with me chat to me tell me her story make me feel welcome and you know those are the little things that make an impact on somebody's life it actually made me feel that i wasn't a nobody that i actually made a difference i mean bron when during covid out of everybody that you had you picked up the phone you said i can get to a shop what do you need those little things that you always do to make an impact make somebody else's life better moira helping an intern in the morning when you've got to go into a board meeting to go and pick up a puppy at a bus stop because he doesn't know what to do you know those little things that have made you stop packing your sandwich you've got to get through all of that work still but you put it down you went and you still managed to do what you had to do just making those impacts to me sometimes is bigger thank you devi i just want to touch on that they say greatness is a lot of small things done well i would like to say first thank you for making an impact in Mauritius. I think that everyone comes here open a global business and decide to make a local impact. And I think this is already a difference. So you've just asked Bronwyn um where she brought grit, but maybe I will put my stats um <laughs> because they are quite incredible stats. She started um grit in 2014, moved the company in 2015 with just Leon in Mauritius. There were four Grit is now employing 129 people across Africa. We're about 19 Mauritius and the rest is um all through the hubs that she's busy opening and it's incredible. You are impacting 129 families, providing a fair pay for everyone. She doesn't take any bullshit. So, if you work hard, you'll get your worth and it's all about performance driven. We are employing 46% of female and there's no ceiling. The sky is the limit. 
um, I was promoted pregnant. I don't know many companies that um, promote you when you have two kids in two years, but Grid did, so thank you, Bronwyn, for that. The impact today is endless, and that's why I'm very proud to work for Grid, because I know that every day I come to make a difference, because Bronwyn and the management empowers you, empowers me and us to make a difference. Thank you, Aurelie. Aurelie herself is a woman of impact. I think she must have the youngest baby that has already become an executive. <laughs> How old was he when he attended his first executive meeting? Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> nothing holds orally back, not even pregnancy, not birth, nothing. Good morning, everyone. I just wanted to, to react as well. Just a bit of background about myself. So I'm Anissa. I'm a partner at KPMG in Mauritius. And I came back to Mauritius in 2016. So I quite relate to all of these we're discussing about. I relate as well to the uh, inequality that we're facing. Uh, I've been quite a few times alone in board meetings. Thank you, Kathy, for being there. And then <laughs> I connected with great. Uh, the racism as well is quite present on the island, even if we don't see it as such. And when I came, one of the struggles was to find my place in a men's world and also to get support from other women. And it, it is a fair statement to say at some point in time, there is a perception of competition. But that's, I think, this is where we come in. We need to change it. I try to empower as much as I can. So now I'm in a situation where, for those who know my team, we are 80% women. So now I'm building another type of reputation where we have only women. But I'm recruiting men. I'm not, it's not, I'm not, but we are struggling to find them. But I think it's also for, for us, each one of us, to make a difference. If you see someone struggling, beat men, women, empower them, help them, coach them, give them advice, sometimes the what worked for me were the smallest type of advice. Like at some point I was struggling to find my own balance. And what someone told me was to be yourself. I was trying to find conversation when I'm in those meetings around. People start talking about, I hate football. They start talking about football. They start talking about whatever stuff. And it's not my thing. So now I start the conversation with whatever is of interest to me. I see them a bit not at ease. But fine, let's go with it and see how you go about it. So it's also for us to find our way. I'm still learning, so thank you for this opportunity to share. But yeah, this is how I see things as well and how I hope that we all make small differences. Thank you. It's about aligning yourself with the right people. Um, it's about getting the mentorship that you need to grow and aligning yourself with the people that want to grow other generations to come. Being part of GRIA and GRIT, it defines impact. I mean, being with my previous company, it was all about male-dominated industry and that talk around that. But what I realized is that GRIT is a pure impact group. And I'll give you some examples. And I think Aurelia already alluded to. So I've also had two kids in the last three years. And uh, when Greg approached me to join GRIA, uh, which is a sister company to GRIT, if you don't know, I actually told Greg, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it, but I'm six weeks pregnant. <laughs> and he's like, so? <laughs> and I was like, wow, do you want to still recruit me? <laughs> and he's like, of course. So I was like, 
Fine, no problem. Thank you. Thanks, Shavira. I just want to touch on something that's really important. It starts with you. So, you know, so many women have this thing about, but I can't make it. There's a glass ceiling. Well, crush through the glass ceiling. Create a new table. Create your own business where there is no glass ceiling. In these industries where men are still dominant, well, there are so many women who've decided, well, that's okay. I'm going to find a seat at the table with the men. And the, the trick is become as good at, as them. Become better. Skill up. But don't see them as the competitors. See them as collaborators. I'm sure that every single one of us have a story where men actually supported us. So know what you want. Know why you want it. And then just decide. Nothing on this flipping green planet is going to stop you from getting it. And surround yourselves with the people that will help you. And if you're in a place where you don't have the help or people are criticizing you, even family, sometimes they're the greatest enemy. We can move away even from family if that's what it takes to fill your cup. Thank you. I've got goosebumps. Thank you very much. And over to you guys. One last word. So I think from my side, um, just a reminder what GRIT stands for. Guts, resilience, innovation, tenacity. It's that fire in your belly. And every single one of you deserves to feel that fire in your belly. We find the fucking way. And Bronwyn tells us all the time, you are all warriors. And you, yes, you're fighting different battles and that, but you will keep going. You all are amazing warriors. So thank you. And on a final note, isn't it time for every single one of you to find the way to move forward, to be you, uniquely you, and to go and have the biggest impact while having the absolute craziest fun at the same time. Thank you so much to every single one of you. Thank you for the privilege to be with you, beautiful woman. Here ends this episode of Women With Grit. Stay tuned for our next installment for more inspirational stories. Thank you.